Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. The famous hymn writer, Blind Fanny Crosby, lived in Manhattan's Lower West Side tenement housing in her day. In poor, poor conditions. She was full of the joy and love of God. She went to sing at a local prison one afternoon, and as she was leaving this particular place where she had sung some of her hymns and given her testimony, she was being led by the arm down a prison corridor, and she said she passed a certain prison cell. She did not know the prisoner. She did not know anything about his background, but she could tell he was praying. He was not up on her level. He was down low to the ground. Her hearing was very good, and she heard him pray and almost whisper his prayer upon his knees. The words that she heard him say were these, Oh, dear God, do not pass me by. The words stayed with her, and she got home that night. She took a pen and a piece of paper and wrote the most beautiful song, Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry, while on others thou art calling. Do not pass me by. You know, when Jesus is passing by, when the Lord is doing His work, there always are two groups of people. There are those who recognize it, and there are those who miss it. There are those who get in on it, and there are those that it simply seems to have avoided them altogether. How is it possible in a church that the Lord begins to move and work, and some people are so affected by it, and others seem so untouched? How is it in a family that spiritually some can be awakened and others seem still dead to what God is doing? Well, perhaps the answer is found in our scripture today in Mark chapter 6. We're journeying with Jesus, and the Bible says in verse 1, And he went out from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples follow him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph, and of Judah and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. And the Bible says in verse 5, And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went round about the villages teaching. I think these are some of the saddest words in the whole Bible. He could there do no mighty work. Can you imagine missing his mighty work? God is always at work. And when He works, it's always mighty because our God is the mighty God. He often works where we cannot see. He often works in ways that we cannot understand. But I, I'm happy to report to you today that Christ is still at work at this present hour. The issue is not, is God at work? The issue is, are we going to miss Him? Is it possible that in our generation we are missing His mighty work? Let me show you some things about Christ's mighty work. The first thing that I see in this passage is that Jesus does His mighty work in common places. Notice where He is in verse 1. He's in His own country. Uh, literally, He is in 
a little place known as Nazareth, his hometown. Nineteen times in Scripture he's identified as Jesus of Nazareth. Now that may not mean much to you today, but in that day it meant a great deal. You see, of all the cities the sovereign God could have chosen, he chose uh, this simple little place. And it was a simple town. It was an agricultural village of poor people. It was a silent place. There was no buzz. There was nothing dynamic going on there. It was an isolated village in Galilee about 80 miles outside of Jerusalem. And it was small, very small. As a matter of fact, they estimate at the time of Christ that less than 200 people lived there. And yet, that's where the angel would appear to Joseph and Mary. And that's where God the Father would cause His own Son to grow up in Nazareth. It was a despised place. In reading more about Nazareth, I've discovered that it was, it was a sinful town. As a matter of fact, it was known for certain types of sins. Just like if we would say Sodom and Gomorrah, immediately immorality comes to mind. Well, in Jesus' day, Nazareth was actually used as a byword for sin. Nobody bragged about being from there. As a matter of fact, that's why one very religious man is going to ask, can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? And yet four times, four times in the gospel records, the Bible says that Jesus made this his own place. He went to his own place. He went to his own country, his own town. Jesus identified with Nazareth. Jesus caused Nazareth to forever be indelibly identified with him you know what this is? This is a picture of the marvelous grace and mercy of our God. That the Lord wants to work in sinful places. No, He wants to do His mighty work in sinful places. In Gethsemane, they will say, We seek Jesus of Nazareth. And what will He say? I am He. On the day of Pentecost, what will they preach about? Jesus of Nazareth. What will the apostles say in the book of Acts? They will say, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. Why is Jesus known as Jesus of Nazareth? I want to just pause for a minute and say, praise God. Thank the Lord for this truth. Do you know why? Because God is revealing something about His Son and God is revealing something about Himself. What is it? He loves sinners. And those who could never come to Him, He comes to them he is Christ of the sinful men. He is the Savior of sinners. He came for sinners. I don't know about you. I'm grateful for this. You see, I belong to Nazareth. I belong to a sinful race, sinful human beings. And so Jesus Christ came to where I am. Some people miss His mighty work because they miss the fact that He wants to do His mighty work in common places. We tend to think that God is going to do His great work in some big place. But God may start His great work in some out-of-the-way place. As a matter of fact, some of the greatest revivals in history started at a wide place in the road or a little village or hamlet that had never been heard of before. Do not despise where you are, my friend. Who hath despised the day of small things, the Old Testament prophet said. God works in common places. And perhaps we think God is going to do His great work in some distant land. And so we think we've got to go to some far-off place. But God works right where we are. If I might make this application today, would you allow the Lord to begin at your hometown, in your house, at your church, in the place where God has chosen providentially for you to live or to grow up? 
Believe that Christ wants to do His mighty work in that place. And do not be those that refuse to believe. Let it never be said that in our town or in our family or in our church that He could there do no mighty work. No, I want to be in the place where God can do His mighty work. Among His own country, His own kin, His own house. That's the emphasis of Mark chapter number 6. See, when you're journeying with Jesus, you're not just journeying to far-off, exotic, uh, interesting places. Often you're journeying through ordinary places with very ordinary people and places where you really wouldn't expect God to show up. That's where the Lord delights to work. And do you know why? Because when He works in those simple, small, sinful places, He gets all the glory for it. No man can claim it. Nobody organized this or promoted it. No, this is the Lord. This is Christ doing His mighty work. May God help us today not to miss it. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.